Hey, I'm your host, Wes. And I'm your host, Scott. Come on in and grab a seat. Because you're hanging with us at the barbershop. taking charge oh big time she's yeah. right and look at mine she's in first yeah 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 you don't think that plays out <laughs> <laughs> you mess up you know where yeah 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 from. you're like uh your wife's really good i'm yeah. like yeah i'm really scared <laughs> oh i was looking at it from the other way as in like i get to go to bed with the champion <laughs> oh i never even thought of that i'd be like so after uh what seems like weeks of planning and tripping and not sure what the hell we're doing this i guess this is it this is it this, this is, is it. this is what hanging at the barber shop. hanging at the barber shop so uh i guess we can call this episode uh point five, five? Zero. negative one negative one negative one zero I, I like the zero the zero the zero issue yeah, i like the zero i do like the zero issue uh um what was the zero issue? I have zero or had zero issue comics, but right before I sold them, and I feel like zero issue comic books are a gimmick. They're just. I think a, it was that DC crossover event zero hour. Oh, maybe where every book got a zero issue, and then after that, oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, issue. yeah, yeah. Right, because um, what's the one uh, McFarland's that was Image? Yep. Image uh, yes, had Image a comics. Yeah, like. Was that like your your? It's not really your story. It's just your your precursor or your your intro or yeah. Because Wizard published a bunch of one half editions. Oh, oh, that's right. They did do that too. Some of those are worth money now. Right? I, I, they all are, right? And I no, no, <laughs> not all of them. Of course, the, a lot the, of images in the the shit the you own is not worth money. The shit you own isn't worth money. Some guys got stuff that's worth money, but it's never going to be you. No, that's Don't right. Tell them I got some. You do. You've got some money stuff. I know. We've we've talked before. Yeah. Yeah. So hanging at the barbershop. Uh, welcome. <laughs> I can't believe we're here. Yeah. Well. Well. Ideally, right? It's just sitting around the table, having yeah, a conversation, yeah. and uh, maybe it'll be more episodic as we go. But we're, as as of right now, like right, because we've said. We should record what we talk about at the table on a lot of occasions. It's funny when you're you're just living life and you're having conversations, and then you know you're you you've hit this idea like, hey, we've both guested on other podcasts. This could be fun. And I let's think, do our own. Yeah, and I think I'm funny. I know I've laughed enough that I've brought tears to my face. And the next thing you know, you now you're listening to your conversations in a whole new light because, like you say, like oh shit, we should be recording this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but you're not. But right, I mean, you would never have said that, you know, when we were kids and you like record yourself on a cassette. Oh, and you don't play, remind me of that. And you play it back. And I mean, like, <laughs> right, maybe I don't like my voice when I record it here today. But man, I did not like my voice on a Casio. No, no. <laughs> and right, single speaker, you're like, oh, that's terrible. Right. But, you know, as, as technology has gotten better and more accessible, and I mean, right, it wasn't really too much of a hassle to hook this up tonight no i well no it wasn't once we finally got the one major technical issue out of the way but, and uh, and there you are you write your recording and i mean right soon to be uploading and yeah. away you go right and all of a sudden you're like podcasters yeah 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 and i mean uh it's amazing how like, and i say that it seems like forever but the truth is it really hasn't been i mean i 
I did some guest spots about a year ago. Yep. And I think you had done the same, but with other people. People. I mean, ideally, probably more this year. I mean, even, you know what? I was truly jealous of, like, right when you did yours, I was like, oh, I would love to do that. Oh, see, I I wish I had known that then. I wonder if I could just walk down and... <laughs> Inge- you, and inject myself. Can I into just the, jump in? Hey guys, knock on the window. Be like tap tap tap. When our friend, our collective friend Sean, a uh, high school friend, when he was here doing that, and like it was so. I keep saying that it was just. I found it really fascinating because I I really don't have any other way to describe it. Like I just found it so fascinating. And then over what the last, oh, I wouldn't say twelve months, but pretty close. You know. Every time we get together and we have a few, you know, beverages and we start, lots you know, of we start talking and then we've touched on that. Like, geez, you know, like we've both guested, you know, think we could, should we do something on a, you know, together? And it's like, oh, I don't know. And then you called me up and said, hey. Right. Come on. Come down to Peterborough. We'll guest on another one. And then when we're done, we get in the car and you're like, how serious are you? And I'm like, I'm serious. And of course, then I'm I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Which is great, right? And I mean, everybody's got a role to fill, right? So I mean, right, you're going to have people that are artistic and you're going to have people that are technical and you're going to have guys that are creative and you're going to have guys that are entertaining. And I think, right, if you have the right mix of people and enjoyment and things like that, I mean, that's where the flow is, right? And you just hope that there's obviously an audience that wants to listen to your viewpoint. While we talk about nothing. (laughs) Oh, exactly. Right. And here we are. Right. So I can remember like not that long ago, like talking to you and, and uh, talking to our producer friend, Andy, producer, producer, Andy, he's in the house discussing like, Hey, our first show, like, cause you had some ideas and we really kicked around this, this whole concept of Scotty doesn't know. Doesn't know know much. Right. So, (laughs) and thought, you know, that's really awesome. You know, like maybe we could do a show that's built around guests who come in and they bring their expertise in a subject that Scotty doesn't know. But that kind of evolved into is Scotty doesn't know. Is that a show or is that a segment? That's actually a song. It was in Euro trip. Uh, Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. And if I could rip off their music and use that as an intro, it would be my intro. But yeah, yeah, for sure. And that was the play on words. And, And the number of times I've kind of said it on air, I think I've only had one person Two people now, thanks, Andy, that have actually clued into I love the play on the song that Scotty doesn't know. And I mean, to me, that's it's the story. It's the like as long as like three people clue in or one person every calendar year be like, oh, I loved Eurotrip. Yeah. I mean, that would be enough to, to, to keep that running title. Or as I say, we've also said, you know, whatever we end up doing here is, you know, is it going to be us every week chatting? Is it going to be kind of episodic where, you know what, every five episodes we're going to, you know, braid Wes's beard and uh, <laughs> get <laughs> We're going to measure it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, this is week five, 10, 15, and 20. Yeah. Here is the uh, the latest uh, Wes the beard. beard length. Yeah. Pull out the measuring tape. Oh, two millimeters longer. Sorry, bud. Oh, three guys sitting around a table talking about measuring stuff. We just lost, you know, 50% of our female listenership. They're used to us lying. So they probably just sit back and laugh and be like, yeah, right, boys. Yeah, exactly. I'm sitting around watching TV one night and we're cord cutters, so I don't watch regular TV, but, you know, so I'll watch every weird Netflix show, especially all the guilty ones, you know, like the island shows and the the hookup shows. Yeah, the the circle. Love them. Yeah, yeah. We're watching uh, 
watching a cooking show, right? Cause Kim and I both like cooking shows and it helps that we both like to cook so good for us, but watching the show and, uh, one of these guys takes his kid into old school barbershop and it, and that's when it hit me, you know, when the, the guy was getting his kid into the chair and he's like, how are things going? And the, and the old barber behind the chair said, well, I've had to, uh, do things by appointment now and that's kind of working out and then the father said well you know back in my day when i was young you know a trip to the barbershop could have been all day and you didn't know what you were in for when you got there but the the key thing that i took away from that was you know you go you go to the barbershop and typically there's a bunch of people sitting around there and you don't know what the conversation is going to be like but you know that it's going to be something you know what and i think too very true right And i mean i think you can still go to a barbershop and be there all day, depending on how that shop runs and, you know, the conversation. And I think, too, you know, is it a one chair, two chair, eight chair? And, I mean, that's the great part. And then who's renting that chair or has that chair today? So, I mean, you could go in, you could have your regular guy, but the guys around him might not be regular or a different guy. It changes the entire aspect of what's going on. And, you know, it could be the barbers just shooting the shit and busting balls. And, you know, it could be a regular, you know piping up i mean i've seen it where i've been waiting uh and like right there even the guys that are waiting are chirping in oh yeah and right and i think that's i mean as much as guys hang out and guys do guy stuff but i think you know as a whole men don't nearly talk enough in between themselves well you know yeah i could spend an awful long time on this uh, but i will i will keep it succinct and short to say that as men we are horribly disadvantaged when it comes to talking about anything that's not perceived as macho or, you know, manly. So, But ideally, right, if we've always talked about this, and maybe it's perceptive, right, where if you and I had a disagreement, you know, yeah, we may disagree, we might throw a punch, and then we can sit down and have a beer, and it's over. I'd rather just go right to the beer. Uh, oh, for sure, right? I don't know what the last time I threw a punch it would be. I might punch myself. But, you know, as a woman, though, you talk to a woman, and she's like, oh, yeah, Debbie. It was uh, 1995, <laughs> and uh, she said something bad about my frosted uh, tips, and man, she's dead to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, that's two decades ago. Dead, I said. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's good th- things to it and bad things to it, but I mean, and that's a whole episode in itself. Of course so, it I is. mean, right. But I think that's the cool thing is just to sit down and chat, and it's that nuance, right? So, but yeah, th- when you said hanging at the barbershop, I was like, Oh, for sure, because that's we kind of threw around a few things, yeah. and, you know, chatting with Scott and Wes, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know, but when you throw down and, you know, you put into Google, you know, guy versions of chatting and there's a lot of uh, beauty parlor oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. references and, you know, unfortunately in the world of podcasting, it's all audio, but uh, if you had your hat off and I bent over, there's quite oh, a yeah. play on words here because we're lacking uh, a little bit up. There's on not top. a whole lot of barbering going no, on on these heads. No. So, uh, but yeah, you know, I think we both grow uh the heck out of uh the facial hair that's so true, yeah for sure uh, it's funny too because i think you know we'd said you know the barbershop oh, that's that's really good and i'm like well you know barber or bartender it's the same dynamic you know those people and having a, a wife who's in the business per se who does get that you know in her salon you know those are two people that traditionally you know like oh you go and you you tell your woes to right your barber or your bartender exactly right i i fa- so 
<laughs> so I found it totally hilarious as we we're sitting there going, oh yeah, so we need to put some stuff together. Let's get our socials together. And uh, you'd made the email, which I'd used the email to register everything else. And then I, <laughs> I go I go to register our Twitter account and I'm like, okay, so I can't get the barber shop. And I wasn't thinking enough to get the barbers, but it was hilarious when that shortened our Twitter handle down to hanging at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Which again is uh, I'm like six of one, half a dozen another, baby. You understand it's uh, on uh, proper branding. Yeah, exactly. Branding is yeah. good. Yeah. So I mean, that's I mean, in between hanging at the table and drinking rums or beers or ciders, not that we're overly picky. Uh, cold, uh, wet, wet for sure. I mean, right? You're not a pilsner, or you're not an ale. Uh, you know what? I shouldn't get down on ales because there was a period of my life where I drank an awful lot of them, but I just find like the whole craft brewery thing, I am a little disenfranchised and I think maybe it has to do with the number of ales. Well, it's easy and, uh, right. I mean, there's history behind it and right IPAs, right? It just, it's the way it goes. But as I say, there's lots of cool ones out there that are doing their own thing. You just got to really... When all the brewmasters say that, you know, it's the easiest to make, I kind of go, oh, okay. Well, that explains it, you know. And we we had that trip away where we were gone for oh, a couple of days. And we go to a local brew pub and their board had 16 choices on it and 14 of them were ales. You know, that, that kind of made me go, oh. But I mean, really? right, you're in sales, I'm in sales. Yeah. There is a certain degree of why would I bring something in that might only put a sparkle in, you know, yeah two out of ten guys sure, come in. Sure. it's just like right you know in clothing i've got a certain demographic that still wants to buy corduroy pants and i mean right i haven't worn corduroy pants since i was seven i haven't worn corduroy pants since they were considered snow pants <laughs> exactly that's right put on your corduroys it's yeah, cold you're going outside you better wear double two pairs of corduroy double up no for sure and right i i work at uh you know in peterborough and peterborough has a higher it's very similar to our home, our new hometown of Bob Cajun, but yep. you know the percentage of retirees and people over the age of sixty-five is big, and they are still firm believers in yeah, corduroy. That corduroy makes a difference, but uh, yeah, it is. And I say, it would, I think that movement to whether it's beer or whatever you're making, you still sell to what the market will buy. Because it's great that you no, make the absolutely. best whatever, but yeah. if no one's buying it, Doesn't you're not, not going to be in yeah. business. No, you're right. You're right. So just me being whiny. Well, nothing new. <laughs> Tip it back and drink it. <laughs> so yeah, it's hanging at the barbershop. I actually got a barbershop store if you want one. Sure. So I'd mentioned this the other day when we were growing up, there was a local barber and you remember Murray. You, I remember that. Yeah, Murray Balmer. And Murray, Murray Balmer probably cut every... Oh, probably cut every young kid's, young boy's hair, hair. in the village for decades. And I can remember when Murray working at the back of his house and going and sitting in that big old fashioned barber chair, going to get my hair cut for grade eight graduation. And, you know, grade eight by that time was, oh, it was, it'd become a big thing, right? I think we were just sort of on the leading edge of that where it was a big to do, you know, so there was like suits involved and, you know, I wasn't one of those kids that rented a car or anything like that, but rented a suit. I go to get my hair cut and it was right around that time. So it had been like 1980, 88. 89. Yep. Right around the time. Remember the, uh, I don't even know what you call it. You know, the, uh, the, the shaved sides, but just the sides, like right to the wood. Right. So like they're doing like a number one. Right. But there's no fade. It's just right to the wood. Right. Yep. You know, guys that we went to school with that, that really rocked that. And, and it was never a me thing. 
Well, Murray says to me, do you want it shaved? And I'm like, did you just say, do you want it short? And I was like, my mom wants me to get it cut short. Yeah, Murray. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, and uh, I went home. <laughs> my mother was mortified that I'd gotten this haircut with these. I, like right to the wood. I feel for your mother. Because I think your mother and my mother were not far off. No, that, they weren't. <laughs> that haircut was not in. That was not happening in our house. <laughs> no. And then I remember, I think I did it in grade nine and I blamed the football team. I'm oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. It yeah. was initiation. Everybody, everybody on the team. Everybody did it. got yeah, this yeah. haircut. And she kind of looked at me and she's like, and you know, back in the day, I think if you were to ask my mother, she would have told you I had beautiful hair. I think I even remember somebody telling me I had, you know, getting it cut. And they're like, you have such thick, wavy hair. And I'm like, where did it all go? So here. Oh, my God. But here, this this will be my hair story yeah, yeah, for yeah. the. Uh, so I remember going to uh, Canadian Tire, returning something with one of the boys. And we're lined up to go to customer service. And, you know, typical everywhere. They have uh, closed caption television. And the screens right in front of customer service. And, you know, you're waiting your turn. You kind of look up and you look up at the screen. And you're like, oh, my God, look at that guy. He is super bald. And then you kind of realize that it's you. Oh, he looks an awful lot. Oh. And you kind of do the reach back and you touch it. And you're like, it is me. And I'm like, and I think that's the problem. I don't know. I think the general creep back or the, the, the horseshoe so much. But when it's the bald spot behind and you still can kind of grow down the sides, you can still have a little bit up the front. You don't look at the back of your head, right? No. It's just like, I don't know my back's hairy. It's like, right? That's somebody else's problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like in that realization that to me too, it looks bald, but I run my hand over it and I'm like, oh no, there's still hair there. I can feel a little yeah. bit of fuzz, but phantom hair. Uh, it, yeah, exactly. It's like I lost a limb. <laughs> Did you? Do- <laughs> I still feel the limb, but it's my hair. You guys have a uh, shop class when you were in high school? I attended. I'm not sure if I actually learned anything <laughs> shoppy. But I attended. Right. So grade nine, we did shop rounds because you couldn't go directly into the shop of your choice. You had to do them all. Correct. To make sure that you knew what you were doing. So I can remember going into Mac Gowan Locks machine shop and day one and he pulls out the micrometer and I and I was kinda you know, I'm a snotty little kid at the time and he comes over and he pulls a single hair doink, off the top of my head and measures it with the micrometer and tells me it's a little thin and I was thinking asshole but turns out he was right he was correct <laughs> he was I mean, totally right and correct. he was old when oh, we yeah. went to school yeah. and he's and you know what i think he kept a full head he of did. hair right to the so end so i guess at the end of the day he knew something that he you did. didn't know yeah 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 and then of course i i left and i was that guy who i never really thought about it but i held on to it right to the bitter end right like when it was just a tuft on the top but to me i looked in the mirror and i saw like you know rico suave but it just you wasn't. had some well, it, you, you had flow at the front. I did. Like, I remember you definitely had that. Yeah, the, like the swoop. Yeah, for sure. Like I think when I think back to high school, that's how I. Yeah, when think. I actually had decent hair and product. I feel like you always had product in your hair. I use a lot of product. I sometimes like wonder if that's what killed it. Maybe, I know that I can tell you for a fact it started coming out. Well, clearly it was then in in shop, but I definitely have a clear vision of like things were changing by 18 and then of course by the time i was what 20 was 25 or 26 i was overseas and i you know didn't have anybody to really impress so it was just you go to the local barber and get it cut and then i got i come home at christmas and i go see jim jim harrington yep another good barber yeah 
and Jim is like, Jesus, boy, every time you come home, he's like, it's getting a little thinner up here. And I'm like, what? Thanks for the update. Yeah, yeah. So finally, I'm just like, take it all off. And then I've never, no, I've never looked back. I, it's hair free lifestyle, yeah. right? And I mean, it's, uh, I often say, you know, guys that can't grow it on top, uh, thank God we can grow it on our chins and our lips. You know, you are, you're sporting, what were you saying? We're saying uh, six months, eight months? Of- uh, so I went, I, I had to go back to, facebook actually to to find out and and i rolled back through my feed and i figure at least last december that i started possibly before well for sure i mean you've had a beard for quite some time and the grow out i think you know for sure started december and then covid and quarantine has kind of encouraged that i think yeah and you are basically Right, the Viking beads. That is I'm, the end goal. That is the goal. You know, we're almost 12 months in and I've, I had a moment there oh, two weeks ago where I was like, oh, I fucking hate this. I want to just rip it out of my face. But then it was like, no, no, this is not what I want to do. And, and really it's only that way because the sides don't grow maybe as long as the front Right. Does. And that's, I think everybody has that somewhere yeah. on right how it fills in or it fills in here first and then it kind of grows in a little bit more and as they say um there when we kind of started hanging out again and then you know there's an episode to talk about when i took my my leave of absence that's right and then and you let yours go Oh, it's like anything. So, right, just a, a little backstory. Uh, volunteer in the fire department here with uh, in Bob Cajun on Corth Lakes Fire. And because of health and safety and you can't have facial hair. Nope. You can have a mustache, you can't have facial hair. So there I took a leave of absence due to some medical stuff. Uh, those are funny stories, but that's another episode. <laughs> yeah. It's like as soon as you kind of get that time away from there, you're like, oh, I'm growing my beard. Yeah, why wouldn't you? And it, I think it came in great. And it, it did. Like, um, I wish I could grow at the rate that you do. Yeah. I right, trimmed it a couple times and, and things like that. And a little more gray this time than I remember. I guess that just shows as the years kind of go on on how it fills out and the gray comes in. And, you know, once we get everything up and rocking, I, I'm I'm actually quite tickled pink that our, our logo, um, spoiler alert, is, <laughs> yeah. is a little bit of profile work done by... Uh, our producer, Andy, he's pretty handy across the board, and uh, he chose a picture of me with a beard, and it makes it's me, pretty good. It makes me miss the beard. Did yeah. you read my Facebook? I did. Nice. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, I was like, man, I've talked to you like maybe a half dozen times here, and you know, around, and it's like, man, he picked a great picture, and I, I'm like, I was like, I love it. <laughs> That's happy, Scott. I couldn't agree more. And it is, uh, yeah. It's funny, and right, I cut it off, and then I went clean shaven for a little while, and right, my wife was, I think she was happy when I shaved it, and then I'm back to rocking this disgusting dirt uh, mustache. Wow. Yeah, I like it, and... Um, it's good. It fills out your face. I think so. It does. And uh, it, it, it's still grow. I could definitely, if I took the time, and I could style it, and I could probably let it grow it a little more and, and curl it, but... That just reminds me of like, there's a teacher at Bob Cajun Public School and he was a big waxer of the, and I just like, mm, maybe not. I knew guys that wax their mustache, but I always thought of it as this like antiquated, having a military background, right? I knew guys that wax their mustaches, but they were like these old Sergeant Major types who were like, you know, they were, had to be at least, you know, 250 years old. Like, right, these guys gonna, are like walking vampires, right? Like, that was the hint when I was going to yeah. say, Wes, guess what? Yeah, yeah. We're getting old. It's yeah. maybe time to wax our... Uh, so... <laughs> 
Well, interestingly enough, with COVID and having to wear the uh, face mask, of course, you know, having the length that I do have means that every time I talk, I'm I'm eating beard or mustache. I went to adjust it last night at, at the Axe Club and uh, Kim looked at me and she's like, oh, my God. And she reached over and she just I it, saw that she kind of put a little curl into the sides of the mustache. And like that was just what's the, the guy on um Henry or not Henry and Bullwinkle, um, Rocky and Bullwinkle. What's the bad guy? Oh yeah, Top hat um, and the, yeah. I know who you're thinking. Dastardly, yeah, he yeah he did look dastardly. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I like Ray. Like Ray is so sweet. You guys are having a little moment, and she's kind of reaching out and touching your face and rolling your mustache. Yeah. And I look over and I'm like, "Oh, you sexy man!" <laughs> <laughs> and just like ruin it. I'm like, perfect. That's what I was aiming for. Yeah. So I think ideally for me, the goal is to, uh, you know, I'm virtually almost 12 months into it now. If I can do it this long, I'm going to try and go another 12. And if at the end of 24 months, if the if the sides have not filled in long enough where I can pull it all into one big braid, I'm going to shave the sides off and just keep the uh, one giant the one goat. long. Yeah, the super long goat. And I'll, I'll um, do either pony with that or. Well, here, here here's a question, up. and I mean, I'm sure there's guys out there. Would you ever use a supplement or, like, a beard oil that was to promote growth? growth? You know, some, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Rogaine for beards. Rogaine for beards or some witchcraft or, you know, behind-the-counter supplements. Or... Oh, I'd use the voodoo witchcraft, but I'd never tell you. No, oh, okay, <laughs> just all of a sudden one day it looked like you glued uh, carpet to your face. I am certainly not opposed to using a product, and I, Kim's brought me home some uh, beard oils and there's one i like particularly better than another but again one, it's but... not necessarily a growth no, no it's just a, it's more of just a conditioning treatment viagra for your face more or less that's yeah. what i'm talking about is, so, yeah <laughs> we spent a little bit of money and we got me the uh the heated beard brush i really like it's it. a luxury that it really had. is yeah it's it's really nice i'll be honest you look good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I like the freshly out of the shower, yeah. like, you, go you know, f- run my fingers through it and leave it. But you go from looking like a ragamuffin to like yeah. a suave debonair guy. That- it's almost like the Dosecchi's guy, you know, like. It is. Hey, my friends. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when I comb my beard. I yeah. 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 I use my fingers. The most interesting man in the world. Yeah. That's but when it. I don't, I use my beard. <laughs> yeah. But it's a it's a pretty sweet device if you are a gentleman of the long beard persuasion. I highly recommend you get one. You yep. haven't burned yourself yet? No, it's actually designed really well that you've got to really mess it up to burn yourself. It's we started with Kim's flat iron, right? Which I would never think of doing, but you Ideally, know, she's it's the same thing. She's a professional and I'll, you know, trust her to the end of the world. Right. But with the flat iron, you can only get so close to skin because the surface it's hot. Whereas with the beard brush, there's four rows of teeth and only the center two rows are heated. They have like an additional little ring, but the ring is not the full depth of, of the tooth. So they've you, ergonomically designed Yeah, you it. can literally, you could press it into your face as hard as you want and it's not, you'll feel the heat, but you're not going to burn yourself. Right. So. And exactly like, right. And I mean, she got it at a professional supplier yeah, yeah. because again, she's in the business. It's not like you bought the one that shows up on my Facebook feed and... <laughs> I watched I watched a guy compare the one the model that I have with like a thirty dollar Amazon one, and uh, he actually picked the thirty dollar Amazon model. To be honest, that's yeah. better. Yeah, he preferred it because they uh, had a cord swivel. Oh, very cool! And again, this not. is uh, like right bookmark this for episode yeah. episode yeah, ideas, yeah. right? Absolutely. So that would be awesome to product reviews. Pro- oh, oh yeah, for, for sure. sure. Manly product reviews. I'll review your man products. 
Yeah. Within reason. <laughs> Anything Wes isn't willing to uh, rate or open, I will. <laughs> I will review all of your products up to a rating of 18.8. I think, right? And then, yeah, we've talked about this, right? Where where, where do we sit on topics? Where's and the Wes limit? Is, and I'm like, I have no limits. As long as there's a story and I'm laughing by the end of it, I'm in. And Wes is like... Oh, I don't know if I want to go. I don't know if I can get there quite that far. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Right. You just have to like, you have to be my partner in the seat. You don't have to do what I do, but just come along for the laugh. I was thinking of the boys show on how they kind of, you know, they were doing the, um, the top gear intro, right? Yes. Some say, and I was like, how can we do that? And then I had some, (laughs) I had some ideas and it was like, you know, uh, oh shit. Now I can't even think of what it was. He's the salt to my pepper. <laughs> oh, are we? You know, that kind of stuff, just, right? Right. We almost avoided, like, when you say salt to your pepper, my yin to my yang, you're really kind of bringing up what the girls have said all along, that we've got a little, uh, a little bromance going a little on. bromance going on. And apparently there's photos that support this. Oh, bud. But I think they're contrived because they wait until something completely innocent happens and they go, ah, see? Right. You know, just the two of us walking down the street, each with a case of moonshine in our hands. And right. Our hands aren't really touching. No, but, they are not. But, uh, you know, perspective. And then, <laughs> bam, picture taken. Oh, look, the boys are frolicking in the surf. <laughs> That was a good day. We were body surfing. Yeah. And then just both of us came up at the same time. Yeah. And hey, kinda... dude, you want to go body surfing tomorrow? Yeah. What's, we'll go check out, the, see what the surf is like. Oh, it's really good today. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. And then drink, you know, several liters of ocean and then sick for the rest we, of the day. I was not in good shape. <laughs> no. But, uh, but right. And again, um, I think that's, uh, it's, it's interesting, right? Because I wouldn't say I probably three days, maybe not even a week of, you know, that I would have hung out with you when we were kids. Yeah. When I go back and I really think about it too, like it's acquaintances because there's a small age gap, but yeah. when you're a young kid, like when you're in elementary school and even in high school, like that oh, one, that eight one to nine, year, nine to 10, it's that, you don't that talk. one year gap. That's like, you we're not even in the same, you know, we're not on the same planet. No. And for me, and it's interesting too, because I think we've had this conversation where I found that gap kind of shortened is I think I did a little bit more sports when I was in high school and right by default, you know, how the teams are organized. So again, you got grade nines with grade tens. You did. Yeah. In, you know, basketball or volleyball or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. And then right for and sure. The, I, I never say I was talented, but. Oh, I definitely was No, not. but. Michelle kind of gives you like, oh no, you 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 were on all the teams. I said, yeah, I tried out for all the teams so I yeah. can miss class. Oh well, there you and, go. And right, somebody was kind enough to put me on the bench, and yeah, and whether I was good or whether I was not, that will not be discussed tonight. But it's really bizarre though because like I did. Oh man, I feel like you were like music. I was no, but see, this is the thing. I didn't have a sports background. I played grade nine football, and uh, that was enough of that. I agree. Nine, yeah, and I got. I mean, I got. I got really knocked around, like really knocked around. So I just, it wasn't fun. And the only other sport that I actually did, uh, was curling. And I don't think you were on the curling team. So I was not, I like to curl. Yeah. But so in high school, that was not high on my list. I think about the neighborhood kids. And when I think the neighborhood kids, I know we had common friends, Yeah, but I don't think we ever hung out with those common friends at Together. the same time. No, for yeah. sure. I still have a hard time thinking, cause I remember going to your house. On Francis? I do, yes. Yep. I remember going to your house, playing Transformers at your house. For sure. Yeah. And once or twice? Like I said, right? And, yeah. And now, you know, as I say, we, we meet as men or growing ups or whatever. Sure, sure. And I mean, 
I don't think there's a week go by that I don't hang yeah, out with I you. Or you I come. feel like if I don't talk to you at least once a week, there's something wrong. Yeah, right? We've yeah. gone on a few vacations, a yeah, few that's, adventures. That's a huge one, though. Like, when you're vacationing together as couples, like, you've now, that is a whole other level of friendship. It's one thing to say, hey, we're going to this place, and, you know, we all show up independently of each other. But, no, we are purposely booking this thing. Let's go together. Exactly. And yeah. you know what? As I say, you know, it makes me wonder if we would have somehow, you know, could we have had this relationship when we were children? Well. Or just too different? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. I mean, like, I know where my life went after high school, and particularly in high school. Like, I did not. I did not achieve. I was very underwhelming and, and I, I hung out with all the wrong people for the, all the wrong reasons and did all the wrong stuff. You know, girls were more important than grades. And as long as I was getting what I wanted and having a good time, I didn't care. So it's taken me a whole long time to figure out how to be a normal human being. Yeah. And you know, to me that was like, right. I hung out with my sports buddies. Yeah. We drank a ton. Yeah, well, I did a lot of that. Uh, yeah, lot On of, that, we probably could have. Probably, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But right, we were doing it with different people. Right. And probably different parties and different towns. Oh, and, for sure. And all that stuff. And, sure. um, you know, where you had to wait to find your your bestest wife ever. I found That's my, right. I found my bestest wife pretty early on. and uh, Your bestest only? Bestest only. Yeah, I can't say that. That's all right. Everybody uh, has a different road to travel. That's taken me this long to figure it out. That's but what I mean, though. Right? As I say, right? If I had to give up knowing you in in high school or not being your friend in high school to have the friendship I have with oh, you now, it's a fair trade off. Man, I'm so much happier with this. Yeah, it's a totally fair trade off, and, and I, uh, I would totally agree with you I'm, on that. I think, thank God, I'm far less an asshole now than I was then. Well, see, I and I don't know because well, no, that, yeah. that's self reflection, right? I think and as, same as you say, like right, you're a different person. Yeah, now. at the age that we were playing Transformers, I can't say that you were an asshole because you let me play with your Transformers, and that was cool. So you know, because I sure as hell wouldn't let you play with my Transformers now. No, no, <laughs> I don't think I, I. You know what? It's funny. I'm still that nervous kid because right, I've occasionally. I don't want to break it. No, it's like <laughs> why is the leg so stiff? Why can't I get it into car mode? <laughs> I'm like, Am oh, I doing this right? If I push too hard, what's gonna happen? Yeah, and then it's like, and just like we were saying earlier, you know, some of your toys are actually worth money. I'd <laughs> yeah, be like, yeah. uh, here's a body and a leg. <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay though. You should don't feel too bad. They've actually become a lot more uh, user friendly that way. So lots more like ball joints and stuff. Right, they they give a lot more. Right, reinventing and bringing people back in that can't do it. Yeah, exactly. Again, right. If you want people to buy it, you have to make it usable. Mm, That's true. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to start a podcast but you didn't know where to begin? Maybe you'd like to try podcasting without having to invest in any recording equipment. Do you have an idea for a show, but you're not sure how to develop it? Let Sawcast Productions take care of all of that so you can focus on what it is you want to say. Sawcast Productions offers podcasting solutions ranging from recording and basic editing to fully produced episodes complete with all the audio embellishments of a broadcast quality show. When your show is ready, Sawcast Productions can distribute it too contact us online today so what do you want to say well who am i kidding toys are (laughs) you look at what's on the shelves right now it's what 2020 and uh the the biggest properties on the shelves right now are uh, yeah absolutely so you got uh 
the new AEW uh, wrestling figures have just dropped, so they're they're pretty big. You've got Mattel, who's redoing a new Masters of the Universe line. Hasbro is still cranking out Star Wars action figures like there's no tomorrow. You've got G.I. Joe has made a resurgence. You're talking about all these, you know, classic 80s boy. Do you think no one has original good ideas anymore? Or is somebody just too afraid to greenlight it? It's hard to say. I think being in that business, it is a lot of adult men who are collecting. Disposable income. Yeah. My target audience is what? Men ages 25 to 50, I guess. Right. Just wanting to recapture a little bit of. But there, there's the question: What are kids playing with now? IPads. Technology. Yeah. Insert pun there. Technology. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, you guys didn't get it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it couldn't be girls because I mean they'd have to pull themselves off the iPads and the Playstations and the phones and right. The, so. Depending on what video they're watching, it could be themselves. Oh, oh well, there you it go. could be. But with all the eighteen plus blockers, you know. <laughs> <sighs> I tell you, uh, I uh, will. I have TikTok, and uh, you may not for much longer. Oh, I'm I'm a firm believer it's not going anywhere. Oh, it probably won't go anywhere. But, but uh, I think it's funny America. that it's on the table. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, again, again, anything that I have that's within the last five years of multimedia, yeah, is because of my daughter and wanting to associate with her. Oh, you want to relate to her? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's so, super cool. Well, right? I uh, do believe we're in a snap group. We, <laughs> yeah, we are. That's predominantly. Uh, my daughter snapping and then us snapping back, back. at her. Yeah. If she <laughs> wasn't on Snapchat, I wouldn't be on Snapchat. I'm well, sure as shit that Wes wouldn't be on no, Snapchat. I th- well, there you go. There's another kitchen table talk. You know, the four of us sitting around over drinks and going, what the hell is a Snapchat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do I use this thing? But uh, And then only what? It's only been in the last month or two that I realized if you hold the button, it does a video. <laughs> and that, that just like... You like that. You want to talk about... <laughs> filter his the num- voice the and number it's of like, times yeah. i've been sat there just playing with snapchat by myself and kim's like what are you laughing at i'm like me me i'm laughing at me <laughs> i'm an adorable chipmunk right now listen to my voice <laughs> no for sure um but the, there the other day she sent me a snap on her way to school and i'm like did you miss the bus and it's a little uh cat in a window of a car oh yeah, yeah. so to me it looks like she's the cat and that she's in her mom's SUV because that's what the perspective looks like. Right. And most of the filters, I guess is what we're going to call them, sure. are it just changes your face and then the, your background's your background. So mm. it doesn't change. And this one actually changed the entire background. And I'm like, she gets home from school and she's like, why did you ask me if I missed the bus? And I'm like, I said, well, I'll send you back the snap. And when I sent the snap back, I was in the SUV. <laughs> and I, she's like, oh, that makes so much more sense. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, your dad is old and thought you missed the bus and your mama drove you in and you took a snap in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny, too, when you say your dad is old. It reminds me of, you know, uh, oh, what was the question that we got when we were on uh, – on Corey's podcast, what's your uh, what's your favorite app? And I'm like, it's got to be Facebook. It's the social media for old people. Oh, for sure, right? And it's like all your friends are on it. Yeah, your parents are on it. Yeah, and um, right, you're using it. And as I say, right, I I I, I enjoy Instagram still uh, more of a picture guy than you know <laughs> chain letters that tells me oh, if I sh- if I share it, I'm going to be rich tomorrow. You'll be happy to know I just <laughs> just learned today because we have, when I say we, I mean Kim and I have Facebook pages set up for both the businesses, right? So we we basically manage them through the Facebook 
pages manager. I think I saw this post. I Did am excited see? that Did you there's see actually that? an app to manage it all. So Facebook pages manager is now becoming a Facebook business suite and uh, we'll be able to manage Facebook and Instagram from one uh, UI. So uh, that's going to be uh, really good for us. Um, the more that we do this so that we're not bouncing around all over the place, trying to figure out, you know, a bunch of different platforms. You know, and again, if we were smart on episode one, we would have had all that written down. I know. So we could be like, insert, edit. Yeah, you could totally uh, plug our, our social media IG, right here. Facebook, yeah, Twitter. Yeah, so I mean, if you, if you like what you're hearing, give us a like on Facebook and uh, yeah, find, you know, us on Instagram. find us on Instagram, yeah. But uh, yeah, as you say, uh, we're definitely testing out the equipment tonight. And then we're going to do this probably another four or five times and yeah. uh, do some editing and get some more structure. And then hopefully we're uploading and getting Yeah, we'll on. get it out there into the world. And I think we're pretty much set on our uh, our hosting platform, which we still have to make an account for as of this recording. But um, you should yeah, be able to find us on all of your uh, favorite podcasting platforms. Exactly. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. It is. At the end of the day, right? And I tell you, it hasn't been too hard to uh, to get into the game. No, no. The barrier to entry is actually not not that bad. And it's even easier if you have a couple of partners that want to do it with you. So Always good, um, right? A little moral support, a little creative grease, and away you go. And you know what? If you're not willing to take the plunge and you, you want to check it out, you know, uh, there's one more reason that you want to maybe give us a little... Uh, Give us a like, give us a, give a us comment a because we're thrilled to have, have some other people come on in and either want to come on the show with us or maybe we can uh, help produce a show for you too. So exactly. You know, it could be, uh, could be a lot of fun. Mutual. Yeah, exactly. Are you dry? Oh, uh, are you getting tapped? I'd out? take a break. Would you take a break? Yeah. All right. And pause for now. Through the magic of editing, we're back. Hey, <laughs> I'm not parched anymore. No, me neither. Bladder's empty. Yeah. Producer Andy has uh, gone home for the night. Left the building. Yeah, flew the coop. Man, I do not miss having young children. Uh, you know what? I I don't either, to be honest with you. But uh, you know what? I also don't miss having adult children either because they're almost... Well, you can relate to that too. So. Oh, for sure, right? So um, now, grandchildren, on the other hand... Oh, I love them. They're not mine, and I can send them home. Right, and uh, I think something generationally speaking has changed in children. Sure um, has. Your grandchild is how old? Uh, wait, she's coming up on uh, what? Eighteen months. Eighteen months, and uh, our mind's about sixteen months. They're not yeah. too far apart. No, they're not. So right, we're enjoying the same uh, milestones yep, as less. each other, and you know, you changed a poopy diaper yet? I think there for a while you were doing really well avoiding it. I've been in the presence of poopy diapers, but uh, I, you know what? This happened to me professionally years ago where oh. I was doing hospital shifts at the Vancouver General Hospital as part of my I um, almost need paramedic not course. to continue because you know what? Well, I, you know. I appreciate this tenfold because yeah. I will agree there is a world of difference in between baby poop. And senior citizen poop. Oh, yeah. bud. So, the, so this is my callous jokey answer but it, let's be realistic there's a modicum of truth if i didn't make it then i don't want to change it right 
Very true. So when it came to my own kids, I was I was a trooper. I I did I did all that stuff. I feel like that was my my go to. Yeah. Uh, Michelle was never very mobile after childbirth. Sure. And I really um, not that I did a lot, but I felt yeah. like that my responsibility was, and I felt like back in the day I could get up, lie back down, and be back to sleep. And if I could keep her in bed, so right, I'd hop up. Yeah. 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 Do you know a bum change? Bring the baby back to Michelle. Sure. Do another diaper change and put the baby down, and then be back to sleep and be like, huh, easy peasy. I always said I was a great dad. To young children. Yeah. And yeah, as yeah. they progressed and got mouthy and started to have their own issues, yep. I was slowly became a worst father. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know where I fit in on that, that spectrum, to be honest. I did all the stuff that you're supposed to do. I did diapers and bums and daycare and I did all the running and the collecting and all the stuff that you're supposed to do. And my kids are still assholes. Which I think at the end of the day, I, if your kids are good... I don't Mind know. You, I, Maybe you didn't. Do, you probably didn't do anything wrong because I feel like I didn't do a whole lot wrong. And I mean, right? Love my children, but I mean, they all have idiosyncrasies that annoy the piss out sure, of me. Sure. But right, you, the grandbaby, as I say now, if you get stuck, if you have an emergency diaper change, Wes, I would tell oh, yeah. you, I'd, I'd be in there. Lots of wipes. Oh yeah. If you think you need three, pull six. Take in. six. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And have the diaper out and open. Uh yeah. That's a that's crucial by the and way. And then I'm a big fan of like the double ankle grab and just treat them like a rag doll. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. you control the bum. Oh uh, yeah, of course, of course. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and well, give we're them... at a point now where hands that try to get in there. So I, and that's yeah. yeah. Tip three. Give yeah. them something to amuse themselves yeah, yeah, other yeah. than their own junk. I just, I just want to go back and say, I, I know I just called my children assholes, but the truth is they would probably call me the same thing. So just, just to keep things on the level here, like very fair, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. sure my children aren't always very happy with me, and <laughs> if we really want to uh, post an edit, we'll post an edit. Yeah, that's too easy. Uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. I can say whatever I want. That's right. It's very therapeutic through the magic and, of editing. And then it'd be like, uh, we need to get rid of that. Yeah, uh, they might be listening. <laughs> Um, mine I can almost guarantee will not <laughs> no maybe one of mine will maybe two actually Ethan and I listened to a podcast I was going to say if I had to guess the youngest two would be listening yeah yeah uh, for sure Ethan and I uh, listened to a podcast today driving to work which yeah. and he's a couple times he's like I can't believe they're saying that I'm like it's not like it's radio it's a no, podcast it's, it's the it's, the, it's wild the wild west, west. yeah for sure for sure and uh, you know it's funny I laughed and he laughed sort of at the same points and uh it, right, it kind of puts a smile on your face when you sort of see those idiosyncrasies in your children you're like i made that happen i think there's a catharsis to uh you know it's that full circle moment where you know your parents said you know one day you're gonna say the same things that i've said and you're thinking no i'm not not a chance but then it happens i think i'm a different parent than my parents i think you're a different Oh, I am person than your parents. I am definitely a different person my, than my parents, but I mean, like my parents, I am a product of my generation and our generation and all of the influences that have led me to where I am now. Yeah. And I, right. It's, uh, everybody's in a different aspect and stuff like that. And I just, yeah, I think that's, you know, if, if we ever want to talk, I, I find like my dad's line is so interesting you know from ryerson to atomic canada to like owning a hardware store i mean 
just bizarre. It's a story in itself, right? But I mean, for the love of a good woman, apparently. Yeah, and, and you know, contrastingly, my father, you know, born on a farm, the surviving twin of twins, incubated in an oven, you know, and then... That's a story. Yeah, so like, hard life, sibling number, uh, I lost count, there are several siblings in that family, but you could imagine like it was hard living, and so that's my dad, and so I didn't get any of the stuff that, you know... Yeah. Uh, I didn't get to play catch with my dad. I didn't get to do any of that stuff. Right. I feel so. like that. No, I'm, but you know what? I'll be honest is, uh, I don't think I have a lot of those moments with my dad. Right. And I think our fathers are different people, but I still don't think, I think your dad as a university educated man though, has a different capacity for, yeah. But I mean, for learning, he right? was a boy scout. My, he was yeah. a, he was a leader in boy scouts. He has a plaque somewhere in that house of his. that says that, and I mean, right? I can't tie a knot to save my goddamn life. I'm like, where did yeah, it skip? Yeah. Or I just wasn't interested in learning from my dad. Right. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't cool. No, I definitely was not interested in learning from my dad either because all he did was teach me what not to do. So I was going to say maybe to drink. Oh, well. Yeah, but unlike my dad, I do not, you know, I don't come home at the end of the day, light up a cigarette, and, you know, pour three fingers of rye and then fall asleep with the lit cigarette in my hand. So different. I was going to say, my parents didn't teach me how to drink, and I probably (laughs) almost became an alcoholic because of it. I tell you what, though, I did take a bottle of my dad's rye once. Yeah, took it to a party. My mom got to me before he did, and it's probably better that way because I might not be here. Well, that's, I mean, it's so different, right? As you grow up, we didn't have, my parents didn't smoke. My parents didn't drink. I feel like my parents weren't very social people. Oh, I was the bartender when I was old enough uh, we've to We've talked about yeah, this. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, like, right? And I raised my children sort of to be that way. It's like, I certainly remember telling my kids, they're like, can I have a, a soda? I'm like, no, soda's for whiskey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to have some whiskey in that soda, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I remember the first time I'm like, why are you drinking sodas? And then. Child number one's like, it's got whiskey in it. It's okay. <laughs> I'm like, too much whiskey. <laughs> but I, I, again, right? But as I say, back to the the girls and the granddaughters. Oh, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we lamented out of something cool and yeah. fun, and we started talking about... Started going down the sorrow hall. Oh, episode on its own. It'll be very lethargic one day, but not today. Ca- so, cathartic. cathartic. Cathartic? Lethargic. I'm lethargic now. <laughs> I am often lethargic. I'm sitting on this chair, and it's feeling pretty good. Um, she doing anything cool or new? Uh, she's always doing something cool. Emily posts all the time. So we're, we're always catching, you know, 10 second video clips. Exactly. The, the vocabulary I think is the one that gets me the most because like just not new words, but the evolution of the words that she already knows. So going from like baby talk to to real, I know what that is. And then it's like, Oh, so yeah. You know, sort of one word expressions, you're getting two and three word like sentences with context. And that's like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And I say we're we're kind of getting to the one and two words, but just a lot of yeah. baby talk still and everything's sort of the same two words. And you're like, oh, yeah. do you mean this? Um, She found her piggy bank this week. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. Uh, I've seen the the update video of her plunking change into the piggy bank. Right. Uh, which I assume is probably going to mean she's going to soon learn the word change and walk into every room with her hand out being like change. Quarter. Quarter. Oh. Dollar. Toonie. 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 <laughs> That's be right. A smart kid nowadays like here's yeah. a penny. These aren't even in circulation yeah, really. anymore. What's a penny? Yeah. Cheap ass grandpa. That's a thing that Americans have. Yeah. 
But she's walking up a storm. Funny, we, we were talking there the other day about um, quality and control of children, right? And be like, we were kind of joking about, you know, parents and, you know, sometimes you see them out in public with their kids and they're out of control or yeah. they're climbing on furniture or they're jumping on chairs. And you're like, I was at work this weekend. My lovely wife was in charge and the baby can now get into a regular kitchen table chair. Right. So, Rachel, quite content. She was sitting there and she was playing with something on the table. And uh, Michelle went into the kitchen, which is attached to the dining room, and bent over and picked something up. And she turned around and the baby was Uh sitting on the table. And I'm like, oh, it's funny. Me and Wes were talking bad about people like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see you and Wes here. (laughs) I'm like, we've gone the other way where, like, you know, Melody's gotten to the point where, you know, okay, the high chair is probably overkill and the model that we had wasn't conducive to take the tray off and roll it up to the table. So we swapped out to a booster seat. But the booster seat that we had, I should say that we still have it, but uh, that we've promptly retired the model for whatever reason, you strap it to a chair and then you, you put the child in it, but there's no strap for the child. And there's no, you know, the, we'll call it the traffic cone in the middle yeah, that, yeah. that the, the keeps pe- you from. The, the peg that yeah. doesn't help you. Yeah, yeah. So there's no peg. And so here's this thing strapped to a, a dining room chair and same kind of thing, you know, you know, turn away for a minute to go get the plate of food thinking she's okay. And the next thing you know, she has partially started to slide out from underneath the tray. But not any of the wherewithal to like grab the sides no, and right. And she stop just herself. knows she's no. going right. No, no. So you know what she does? She proceeds to flail from the waist down and then throws her arms straight up over her head. So down now, slide. right. So now she's in the the booster seat with the the tray up to her chin, and she's starting to panic because you know she can't get out. So it was like, oh, we need a new one. <laughs> so. It's funny, right? And. um I mean, it probably wasn't that old a unit or, you know, it's just when you're by and you don't think of it and it's like, right, it's a booster. Oh, like everything else. Just like we're not allowed to play with lawn darts. Okay. Jolly jumper on wheels have been banned. ATVs with three wheels. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. yeah. All the cool stuff. Yeah, all the stuff we would have had as kids. Right. And uh, (laughs) lead paint. (laughs) I'm still upset about lawn darts. Those were fun. Uh, Right. I mean, right. You can buy them now with like reinforced plastic and uh, really? yeah, and there's a few knockoffs that they're trying to still make them fun. I did. I never liked the big mushroom tipped ones. I just thought N- they were they were pretty silly. Well, right there, you've taken the weapon part out of it. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, for two guys that now find axe throwing enjoyable, enjoyable, it's like right. <laughs> I got a buddy, right, and he's like at the club. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I've got a target at home, and you start with the axes, and then you bring out the knives, and then you bring out the compound bow. And then you bring out the uh, the the crossbow. Oh yeah, right, right, right. And I mean, right, and the array of weaponry this man has in oh, his home. Really? And I'm like, so like, if you live in Lindsay and you're mad at your neighbor, maybe just keep your mouth shut because uh, apparently some of them are <laughs> heavily armed. Yeah, I think the funniest one was uh, the blow darts. Oh, right. I'm like, are you a pygmy? <laughs> ah, I know we got looking at the um, what's his name, warrior. The guy in uh, Coburg. the club in Coburg, and of course, you know, we're looking at potentially picking up axes for Kim and myself to to use at the league instead of having them using the club stuff. And I'm rolling through their website, and I I get down to the bottom of their their shop, and it's uh, <laughs> oh, that's really good. Producer Andy uh, did leave, and then proceeded to uh, 
take some photos and uh, has already posted them. And uh, are those on our Instagram? Just on the uh, the feed. Uh, oh, just our conversation conversation feed. Well, that's great then. So it's uh could be if it be our first official promos. There you go. Yeah. So uh, scrolling down on their website, and uh, I said to Kim, I'm like, look, they sell uh, kunai. And if you don't know what kunai are, they're like throwing knives. And Kim was like, yeah, I saw those. I think those would be a lot of fun. I'm like, ooh. Right. <laughs> yeah, let's get a set. And again, I think they're a full service. If it's a weapon and it can be thrown. Yeah. And it's cool because I think you go there and then, well, secondhand, but in website stuff. But you go there, you you pay your hour fee. Sure. Throw whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. You want to throw knives? Well, it's funny you? Be, funny you say that because there was a couple of shovels on the list. I'm like, there throwing, is tactical shovels. shovels. I've seen it. And I yeah. mean, I mean, you're on the internet enough. You've probably sure. seen a couple uh, crazy Russian hacker videos. Yeah. I mean, right. He throws stuff that should have, has no right sticking into a target. Right, right, right. Somehow he magically makes it happen. Well, you know. But uh, yeah, so. Or the, the Russian guy who uh, did the test, you know, with what goes up must come down. With the fifty caliber, I'm not familiar. Fifty with cal, that. yeah. Fires a fifty cal off, uh, you know, as vertical as he can get it to try and have it and, come down like yeah. identical. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty interesting. And then you know they've got cameras and microphones set up, and you don't hear, you don't see the splash, but there's a couple of the shots that you can hear the whiz on the round coming back in, and they're like hiding under a car. <laughs> well, it would hit. It would hit uh, terminal velocity, velocity guess, coming yeah. back down. Oh, for right? sure it would. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. I guess if you've got the stuff and you have the space to do it, I mean, everybody's doing crazy stuff on the yeah. internet. Yeah, yeah. Down south in the uh, land of the free and the home of the trumpery. Right. Um, it's uh, it's still a great place to vacation, though. Oddly enough, I've got a friend of mine, a guy that I worked with when I was still in uniform, who retired to Quebec, is in Virginia right now. And it's like, what are you doing down there? Was he on that side and got stuck? No, he hopped on a plane in Dorval and flew down to Virginia. Like lately? Like this week. Okay, so travel restrictions are obviously a little bit more open? I guess. And what was the end result of his trip? I'm not sure what the purpose of the trip was, but the photos from the Smithsonian Aviation Museum were pretty cool. (laughs) Right? To that, it's all open, right? Down there, it's like, it's business as usual, right? Where we're getting ready to slam uh, the door. Yeah, we're about to lock the doors here again. Second wave, right? So I was saying to you earlier... Uh, we just got a notification that tomorrow we are starting pre-screening for our employees when they yeah. arrive to work. So, you know, the typical three questions, you know, have you been in contact with anyone with uh, COVID? Do you have any symptoms? Have you been out of the country? And then the big list of, I think the last question has eight parts. So if, you know, runny nose, headache, fever, achiness, yeah. diarrhea, yeah, yeah. the the huge list that is COVID. And if they answer uh, yes to any three questions, yeah, you don't come to work today. So, I mean, that's that was end of day. So that was a little stressful <laughs> at four o'clock when I'm done at be. five to then talk to our, our team member that's leading this weekend, which is not me. Right. Yay. <laughs> um, so you're expecting your phone to ring. Um, you know what? I have a good team yeah. and I have a team member that's closer than me. So, and he's certainly uh, a parachute that we've utilized a lot to oh, solve good. a lot of problems 
it's amazing too like as as a as a retail and living not in the town that i work yeah it gets harder i mean people commute to work and i mean you wonder how you know when you have these phone lists or when i grew up in Fenland and we owned the hardware store yeah how many people called my dad for electrical problems or some pump on christmas morning yeah Yeah, yeah he went and you know, how does that work now when, you know, your owner and your staff don't necessarily live nope. close? Yeah, I'm really lucky. I mean, uh, our recording space is, you know, my small business. And I think as the crow flies, I'm, what, 500 meters to my front door? I can see so, it. If I walked out to the road, yeah. I could probably see your car. Yeah, we could see driveway. my car. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we're on the right side of the bypass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess I don't think I take it for granted. But now when you mention it like that. Oh, like, it you, really has allowed me to do the way that I'm doing things by by appointment only, right? So it's worked very well, yeah. and you're not very long run down. No. And I can do stuff so like short notice. I mean, right? I could encourage you to go for a pointless forty five minute commute twice a day, and well, you I, know, you'd soon appreciate. I you know, and I did that for a little while, and the commute had its advantages because any crap that I had accumulated I during the day, I had that forty-five minute decompression. Right? Yeah, and as I say, right uh, nowadays, I mean, right, what would you have done then? Listen to you know, throwing a CD in or listen to the yeah, radio. Yeah, you know, uh, probably, listen to your own thoughts. I, very rarely, you know, like for me, like if I needed to, I love music, man. But um, that last real job that I had, air quotes, real job, it had way more stress than it you know should have had. And I don't know. I'm partly to blame for that because of the way I carry my stress. But for me, like if I'm angry stress, it's got to be angry music. And right. angry music makes me feel better. Oh, for sure. I yeah. think that's a lot of people, right? I mean, it's a little of my judgmental, but right? I mean, angry music is, I, I mean, it's primal. It's bass. I'm, you're not listening it for the lyrical content or, unfortunately, I would say the understanding of what all the lyrics are about. My My go-to angry music is Metallica's Death Magnetic. Right. I love that record. And I mean, that, that was a good album. That was later in correct later yeah that's not that's only a few years yeah Yeah. it's the one with the coffin on the front of the cover right it's i think i own it it's white and black yeah but um but yeah later in their album life they certainly don't sing like they did in master of puppets oh my god no so right and yeah exactly right so i mean you start to be able to hear the words they're not being able to maybe screamo or whatever but i mean right we're children of the 90s and i I, i'm not sure where you sat but i mean i was a flannel wearing card carrying grunge oh like work boot foot shuffling man i had more work socks (laughs) than you could shake a stick at had my doc martens had flannel I mean, oh. right? Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Nirvana. I wanted Doc Martens, and I didn't get any until I was in my 30s. It happens. Yeah. But, yeah, I loved it. And, I mean, some of that is it was very lyrical and understandable, and some of it was a lot of mumbling. I would say that of that genre, like, I like a lot of those bands, and I think I like them probably more now than I did then. But then again, as a music fan, I think I just have a, a better appreciation for the the musicality of it, you know? Yeah, I think that's what ideally, if you think of when that was and what was popular, I think that's why it did so well, because it was different and it was harder. And I mean, there was always, I was never a heavy metal kid. And I mean, heavy metal was 
popular then, but yeah. right, grunge was still sort of that aspect. But you know what? I attached myself to it, and you know, I mean, Whitney Houston was big then. Um, Paul Abdul, like the boy bands, like they like were real pop music. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, oh, as a guy back then, I didn't think I could like female artists. Well, it's, you know, it's funny because I there's <laughs> I had that same sentiment. I, I don't like, and this isn't a. I really don't want it to to be a, a sexist thing, but for years I was I just don't like female singers, and then I discovered Heart, right? And it's like okay, I like Ann Wilson. There'll always be somebody that you listen to, and you know whether it's soulful or whether it's you know yeah, it's kind of whaley or it's however you pitch it. But I mean, there's something that tugs at that string that sits inside of you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Annie Lennox, like right, and I mean. When she was with the Eurythmics, I mean, it was okay because there was a dude. Oh, yeah. But then yeah, when yeah. she was by herself, it's like, can I still like her because it's just Annie Lennox? Sure you can. So, I think it's really, really interesting Like to contrast the 90s with any other era. Like, you look at just the charts, right? And I, and I don't necessarily mean, like, the Canadian charts, but if you look at Billboard, Billboard so Hot 100, yep. I was there's a YouTuber that I follow that does, like, music stuff, and they were doing years... And, right. Uh, yeah. Top of this. Top yeah. of that. So they did like a, just a very impromptu video. He's like, I'm just going to put this out there. He's like 84 or 87. And, uh, you know, when you start looking back at what was on the Hot 100 then, like you would never have a Hot 100 in 2020 that you did in 1984 no. or 1987. Like, get this. Like, these are the two that really strike me. 1987, you had Michael Jackson's Bad. So there's one end of the spectrum. Yep. Same year, Def Leppard's Hysteria. Exactly. Both charting at the same time yep. on the same charts. Yeah. Like you wouldn't, you just wouldn't see that today. No. And I think too, if you dig into it and you're a real audiophile, might be using the wrong sure. word, but right. If you dig into it, there's, I mean, right. There's smarter people that in the music industry that'll tell you really depending on what's going on in the States and, you know, whether it's Democrats or um, Republicans and party and where the economy is, is the quality of the music. That you're gonna popular music is what you pull out. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I say, there's way smarter guys that have done that recollection for sure. Where did you get your musical taste from, or like new music? Well, in our house, I think it was uh, primarily what my parents were listening to. So like my earliest musical memories are like a mix of and it's really eclectic too, like Kenny Rogers, Olivia Newton-John, the Bee Gees. Burton Cummings. And I'm talking Burton Cum solo Burton Cummings. Right. Like, I discovered solo Burton Cummings before I discovered the Guess Who. And then, you know, being the youngest of siblings meant, you know, I did not get a say in what was on the radio. So it was a lot of AM top 40 radio. I could never go back and listen to that now. But so that, that really informed some of my musical taste. But my music, I didn't really discover my music until the 90s. But in the 90s, I was discovering all of the stuff that I had missed from before I was born. You're filling in the blanks. Yeah, yeah. I'm still not a classic fan. Like, I, my sister's current husband bought me uh, The Best of Led Zeppelin. That's good. It's Mothership. Okay. It's okay. I love it. Um, and this is right. This is where I struggle is those classic things or when, uh, is it Dirty Little Vultures came out? Them Crooked Vultures. That's it. And you know what I said? It sounds too much like Zeppelin. And they're like, that's the point. And I'm like... <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't get that. No. Because no, uh, his son's in it, right? No. John Paul Jones, the bass player from right. uh, Led Zeppelin, is the bass player for them, Crooked Vultures. Okay, that's the connection. Dave Grohl is the, the drummer. You know, lead guitar and uh, Did he drum on it? 
Sorry, that's right. He, he did, did drum, drum on it. And uh, Sean, uh, Dave, Homie, uh, Queens of the Stone, Stone Age. Age yeah, right? Which same. I like, Queen of the Stone Age. Yeah. And I love Josh, Dave Gro- Josh Homie. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, ideally, I just posted something the other day of, you know, Dave Gruel and This Is Why I Love Him. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he just doing that song for that girl he's having the oh the, the drum, drum battle the drum off with, yeah yeah and he sang her a little song and i mean like right and what an iconic guy from sure. the drummer of nirvana to yeah. foo fighters to just you know all round yeah. good guy but yeah and i mean like anything he's attached to i'll buy or download or listen to however you're digesting it yep as I say, some of it's not my forte i can, yeah. i definitely got a but, i got one that you wouldn't like but yeah. oh it's all good I remember stealing from my cousins that lived in Oakville, so sure. right more to the GTA, um, older than me. Yeah. I got Ministry. Oh, now you're going way out there. Oh, right? Industrial. like, uh, And it was the land of rape and honey. <laughs> yeah. And I listened to that in my Sony Walkman. Sure. That was grade nine, track and field season and cross country, and just blared that. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily into that now, but a lot of that was, you know, but same thing. Um, I think of that as being like skater music. May- maybe. And that's maybe why I got out of it. Maybe. But, uh, you know, Pet Shop Boys, they were eclectic. They were three siblings, different ages. Sure. And right, so Pet Shop Boys, a lot of cool electric music that I got introduced to. And then, like, being an old guy in retail that works with kids, that was the real big next change in my musical tastes was coming from the kids I worked with. So I was 30 and getting introduced to, you know, music back in 2005. Right. That I probably never would have tuned into. Yeah. But they were listening to it and they were like, oh, Hollywood Undead. I would never have bought that. So it's sort of a hybrid of, I guess, rap and and things like that, which okay. I never thought I would have been a fan of. Yeah, and like it a lot. So it's interesting, right? That you know, depending on who you're hanging out with, yeah, or your friends, right? Right. right. right? Ideally, your friends are always going to give you, you know, what they're listening to. Sure. So if you're friends and you're listening to music together, you're like, oh yeah, I can bond over that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we bond better over beer than we do over music. <laughs> uh, for sure. I feel, I feel like depending on what the mood is and then who's got control of uh, of Siri or the music depends on the playlist. And I put on, right? And I mean, right? I, oh, you've it, got enough on your phone that I know. I, it totally satisfies. Right? And it's, it, it's easy to stream now, right? Oh, so, I mean, gosh, yeah. I can put on a West mix pretty darn quick yeah. at the house. And you're like, that was really good. Yeah. He's like... And I'm like, yeah, I picked uh, whatever, some silly name and, and picked the stream. And, and I, I can yeah. clear a room with, you know, 45 minutes of Billy Idol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's so good. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Sure. I, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why, why, I can, what, two songs? White Wedding and the... Rebel Mo- Yell. Oh, oh. I wouldn't Moni, Moni. And Moni, Moni. Only because it was banned from the high school right? dances. <laughs> Well, right. You insert your own words on that chorus sure, every time. Of sure. course, it does. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, wow. Didn't expect to go down that rabbit hole. Oh, right. It's uh, it's interesting. And as I say, right, as much as this has been a little uh, convoluted and all over the place, for sure, uh, certainly shows people what we're interested in, yeah. and uh, that we have the ability to talk about a lot of different topics. I think so. I think we can carry a pretty good conversation. Yeah, yeah. so uh, as I say, right, as this stuff starts to get released and you start to see it on our uh, social media, um, we'll say again, 
<laughs> click like, uh, subscribe, and comment. Yes. Uh, what you liked out of this, uh, I'm sure that it will be very helpful in the growth of hanging at the barbershop. Yeah, and I and I would just add to that, like, start thinking about stuff that uh, you know maybe uh, you have some ideas at things that you'd like us to talk about. You know, For sure. Yeah. Maybe something that we can get into that we've uh, never really considered before. And I think, too, if you think it's funny that two old guys are talking about something that's not meant for them to talk about, I think we'll definitely give that a try. Yeah, I'm game. Like I say, if it's a good story and I'm laughing at the end, man, I'm in. Yeah, especially if it's at my expense. (laughs) We should cut it there. Well, my friend, I think that's it for now. All right. Thanks, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too. Let's do it again soon. Perfect. All right. Bye. Hey, thanks for hanging with us at the barbershop. You can find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Please like and share us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our shenanigans. Hanging at the barbershop is a Sawcast production.